Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Who Actually Knows podcast. This is episode 45. I skipped last week's episode because, honestly, life got busy, needed a break, and I didn't really have time. And the whole adding video to the component of the podcast, if you would have guessed it, takes a little bit more time. And unfortunately, I didn't have it last week. But we're back this week. And sorry, the voice is a little extra raspy. I had the most fun weekend in San Diego, and it actually inspired the topic of this podcast episode. Um, So last weekend, I went to San Diego and... We were celebrating Valentine's Day. And for those of you who don't know the concept of Valentine's Day, one of my best friends, Alan, was born on Valentine's Day. So it's not Valentine's Day, it's Valentine's Day. And we had eight girls fly down to San Diego. Her boyfriend lives in San Diego. And so we did a weekend there. Um, and she's moving in June. So eight girls flew down to San Diego. We got an Airbnb and had a time and a half. And it was absolutely lovely. And it inspired this podcast episode because when I was with all of those girls, I was like, oh my God, like I have a lot of long distance relationships in my life. Um, And long distance is, I guess, kind of like a forte because for those of you that don't know, or maybe you do, I can't remember if I've totally uh, talked about it on this podcast, but I did a long distance relationship for a year and a half probably total of two years total and I was with all my girlfriends and I was like oh my god like they all live in Chicago so I was the only one I was able to drive down from LA but all of my girlfriends lived in Chicago and I was like oh I have a lot of long distance friendships in my life and I like didn't even realize it and so All of those lovely women of the weekend inspired this podcast episode, episode 45, Are Long Distance Friendships Worth It? And we will get into it. But let's catch you up on my week. Um, It was Valentine's Day weekend. Valentine's Day week and then my Valentine's Day weekend. And my Valentine's Day week, do you ever have those weeks where you start off and it's like, oh, I don't have, you know, that busy of a week or... I don't have that many social plans. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, wait, I have dinner Monday, dinner Tuesday, Valentine's Day slash Galentine's Day, Wednesday, Thursday was like, oh, I have one day in between. And then you go to San Diego. I was like, that is absolutely crazy. And I feel like that's just kind of been like my MO for the beginning of the year. Normally I'm like, I always call myself a grandma and I'm like, wait, I'm kind of getting over my grandma era. Like, I'm going to bed after 10.30. Like, that's unheard of. Honestly, I mean, I will say these last two days because I've needed it. I went to bed at 9.30 because I have been clocking the sleep on my aura ring. When I got back from San Diego, Sunday night I slept for nine hours. Last night I slept for eight hours. I'm going to probably clock another eight and a half tonight. I'm so excited. But anyway, last week being so busy, I was like, it was actually like really nice and enjoyable to challenge my little grandma habits. But all in good fun, I love when I have weeks where I can see everyone, especially if I'm not here for the weekend in LA. I don't know if anyone else also feels like this, but I feel like weekends you're renting an old clock in with friends, check on your girls, 
do this, do that. And when I'm not here for a weekend, I always try and make sure I'm like still seeing everyone during the week. So it was great to see all of my close friends, dinners, Galentines, Pilates, walks, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, so that was fabulous. And then the weekend. So we, all the girlfriends from Chicago got in on Thursday and I drove down Friday because I had something I had to do on Thursday. So I drove down Friday morning and I get to the Airbnb and it was like for eight girls, it was massive. It was literally like a bachelorette pad. We were at my friend's bachelorette party, not even like a birthday party. It was so nice. We had a pool, a hot tub. I think we had four or five bedrooms, so many beds. It could have slept so many more people, a master kitchen. And it was great. Like Friday, I got down. We did lunch. We went to see where she's probably going to move, hopefully in San Diego. And then we got ready for dinner. And we're like, it's an earlier reservation, a nicer dinner. We all got ready. We're having our wine. We're ordering the Ubers. And the restaurant calls and is like, oh, I'm confirming for your dinner on Friday. Mind you, this is, or sorry, confirming your dinner on Saturday. Mind you, this is Friday that we are all ready to go to the restaurant. And it turns out we just like had the wrong day of the reservation. And so it was like 4.30. Like we were ready early. We're going to go to get a drink before dinner. And in that moment on Friday, that was when like everything switched. It was okay, get all of the booze, like all the wine open, sit down. We have hours to kill. We went for another alcohol run. And I would say like when I I went in Friday night because I knew Saturday was going to be a huge drink day. I was like, oh, we're going to go to a nice dinner, have a couple glasses of wine. It'll be fine. Like Friday, I think I might have been more drunk than Saturday. It was like just that, like having the two hours of nothing to do, but just like kill time. Um, But it was it was absolutely like it was so much fun. So did, got too drunk on Friday, did a dinner, went out, and then Saturday was so much fun. Um, It was her, my friend Ellen's, like, birthday day. So I tried to cure the hangover, honestly, by going in the ocean with a cold plunge, which worked. But then also my friend who did it later, she goes, I think we were still drunk for it. And now that I'm thinking about it, like I definitely think we probably still were because I remember being in the ocean being like, oh my God, it's not even that cold. It was like, it's a, the water's freezing. And so I de- definitely something was, was up there, but we went to a brunch and then we had a pregame and then we had a party bus and the party bus was to take us to a catamaran where there was another bar and we were on the boat for three hours so it was literally brunch pregame party bus boat then the party bus picked us up but they upgraded us because we had so many people and they had like a stripper pole and we were on there I think for like an hour like dancing I think I did a flip on this party bus like that was I'm honestly surprised I'm not more sore from that party bus and then they dropped us off at a bar and by that point we were just like rinsed like we got pizza and then I hit a wall And I think we were back at the Airbnb, like, honestly, kind of early on Saturday night. And just, we all, like, passed out. Um, And then I came back Sunday. But overall, such a good weekend. I'm just, like, realizing, like, when you get together with your girlfriends and your college friends, it's like a college reunion to me. So, like, naturally, of course, I let myself get way too hammered on the first night. Um, And now, like, and then this Saturday night obviously did you hear the lineup and then Sunday I was picking up the pieces and I was just like damn I feel like shit like it really like just 
tires me out. I didn't even like have a hangover, like a headache. It was just like my body. And my mom texted me. She's like, oh, I can't wait to hear about your weekend. I was like, I'm sorry. I actually can't talk right now. Like I'm just like recovering still, um, which is my own relationship with alcohol that maybe I should address. But anyway, it was awesome. And it inspired this podcast episode talking all about long distance friendships and are they worth it? And in short, my answer is like absolutely like capital Y-E-S. Yes, they are worth it. I'm not going to say that they're easy because they definitely aren't, but they are definitely, definitely worth it. Um, and I feel like I've honestly kind of dealt with long distance friendships for multiple years. So like not necessarily home to college because I went to high school in small town, Illinois, and then I went to college at the, at U of I, which is just four, I I think four, four and a half hours from my hometown. So I never really had to do like that long of a distance, but I remember like I went to college and I didn't know anyone. At like all my small town friends went to community college or closer colleges. No one went to U of I. And that was the opposite experience that everyone else had coming from the suburbs. So everyone I meet, met and was meeting, they were brand new to me. They were people obviously that, you know, I had to put an effort to get to know them and let them get to know me. And it was a lot. And actually, I did not feel 100% like confident in my relationships probably until like junior maybe senior year of college because freshman year just meeting so many people sophomore year I was in our sorority house and that's where I like got closer with a lot of people and that was so much fun but by no means would I say that I felt like super confident or like had a you know my core group or my core people um especially I feel like sophomore year still going out and I don't like making friends and I've learned this a lot about myself postcard too solely based on the going out relationships. I like them to have more of a foundation and like be more genuine. So when you're only going out with people all the time, it was really hard for me to decipher if I felt like that was a true relationship or are we just having fun because we're going out. And it wasn't until like I said, junior year, probably senior year of high school that I high school college that I felt very confident um but one thing that helped me like learn how to create and keep really genuine friendships was my junior year of college all of my girlfriends went to Europe for abroad um all the ones that like I was very close with and then I decided to go to Australia and I went with a few girls in my business fraternity who are very like near and dear to my heart one girl who I did not know um and then we ended up you know just kind of hitting it off and I just saw her a couple weeks ago and she just like fires me up I love her so much um but when you are in even from Australia to Europe those are two different time zones Uh, you really have to be intentional so I learned a lot about how to keep long distance friendships and like I said it wasn't also until like senior year that I felt like super super close with everyone so still trying to develop a friendship kind of long distance a little bit more it was tough but it made me learn a lot about friendship styles how to keep long distance friendships are they worth it yes also when to kind of like cut it off and like protect your energy as well so 
I want to give you a little bit of tidbits on like my experience and like hopefully it helps you, especially if you're moving to a new city or thinking of like making a lifestyle change. You're going to deal with long distance friendships, long distance relationships, because this could be platonic relationships. I will talk more about romantic relationships because I feel like there are way more like nuances and like absolutely tips and tricks that I have Um, because I'm not a total hater, but I wouldn't necessarily choose it. Um, But for me, what a baseline of friendship really is, it is, it is, it is, can I speak? (laughs) It is all based on communication, Um, especially like in our 20s, communication and shared experiences. It really does help to be in the same like walk of life, which the 20s now I feel like it's very similar from like, honestly, like 23, I feel like even to like, I know people in their 30s and I still get along with them. I feel like we're still in the sh- like shared walk of life. Um, and it does help just to like stay connected, um, but also a mutual support and understanding. Um, and so we'll start with like the communication part of it. So if you are in a long distance friendship with someone, communication is key. And you have to be very intentional with that communication. You have to put in the effort. And it does have to go both ways. So if you are, you know, you can't see them every day, you plan time. Maybe it's like once a week that you're hopping on a FaceTime or a phone call or get to know like their schedule a little bit. Like ask like, hey, how's your week looking? Or like start memorizing little things of like, oh, like maybe they're in the car at this time or, you know, maybe we can plan to go on like a 30 minute walk or like a little FaceTime. I know one of my teachers, one of my teachers, one of my friends is a teacher and I always catch her when she's in the car. And one of my other friends, she works from home and we can always FaceTime on Fridays. And honestly, it's just that intention of planning communication. And you don't have to be like, oh my God, should I send you a GCAL? Except like, it's not like that strict, but just like paying attention to their schedule and your schedule and being way more intentional about, you know what, I can carve out this amount of time because I want to catch up with you and I want to, you know, know what's going on. So intentional communication is key and you have to put in the effort and don't hesitate to reach out either. That is one thing that, you know, I personally never really second guess, but a lot of people, like a lot of my family members actually did and they were like, oh, I don't want to call you. Like, what if you're busy? And I was like, then I won't answer. Like if I'm, you know, and that's the same with friends. Like if you call them or you text them and they're busy, like then they just won't answer, but that's fine. But don't hesitate to reach out because once you start making those like habits of not reaching out, one, it shows the other person how committed you are. And two, it also like it does become a habit. And I think that's an unhealthy habit to have of not actively trying to reach out. Um, another thing about long distance friendships is that there needs to be mutual understanding and support. This goes into friendships and this also goes into being in your 20s. And one thing that I totally learned this year and probably a little in the last like two years I would say especially is that life gets busy you are trying to balance work you are trying to balance your personal life you are trying to take care of yourself you are trying to cook you are trying to do your laundry 
You are trying to stay in contact with friends, family. Are you working towards that promotion? Are you doing a hobby? There's like a thousand things at all times that we like have to be doing. And like, don't even forget, like sometimes when people ask me the question of like, oh, are you watching anything? And I'm like, oh no, I'm not right now. I'm just so busy. I'm like, oh my God, should I like carve out time to watch something? Like it is a fact that like when you are in your 20s or there's always a laundry list of things to do. That needs to be like a mutual known thing that people are busy and it is okay if they don't respond one day, two days. Maybe it takes them a few business days. Maybe that girl, like, maybe it takes her a whole work week. Who knows? Life gets busy, but that is the most important part of that. You don't take that personally. You have to understand it, that like life ebbs and flows. Maybe they can't answer your text about what they're doing this weekend until like, the weekend or they're getting ready you know maybe they are just like trying to stay off their phone a little bit more this or that there needs to be that mutual understanding of that we are in our 20s and life is busy and confusing and you can check in and out as much as you can and hey you know what one of my friends was like yo girl like thank you for reaching out like I can't actually respond to this right now I'm so busy I can't even think about it but like and you know what you do you you do you and it in five to 10 business days, if you need to get back to me, do it, call me. But then it's like, okay, we have that mutual understanding, done. Hopefully they will then, again, like I said, though, it takes effort from both sides, reach out. It's okay to like reach out to them again, but just have that mutual understanding and support that we're in our 20s and we're all going through it. We're all going through things maybe at the same time, maybe at different times, and that's okay. Just love your girls and kiss your homies goodnight and it'll all be okay. And another thing about putting in the effort is that it does have to be mutual. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes you will put in more effort or someone else will put in more effort and that's okay. I think the natural instinct is to kind of back away. Um, And my advice is don't back away. Honestly, like if you are feeling like someone is putting in less effort than you, give them a chance. And I, I, I do think that everyone deserves a chance or a second chance um, because you need to reach out and let them know, hey, you know what? Naturally, like when this happens, I would back away. I don't want to lose this friendship. It means a lot to me, you know what's going on reach out see if you can understand their situation what's going on but don't back away and that will be the natural instinct I think always reach out give them a second chance there's that whole saying fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me and I actually believe that I think everyone deserves a second chance and how they react to that second chance is very telling And so apply it, you know, to friendships. And that brings me into conflicts. And I've had to learn the hard way that conflicts with people in your life that are long distance are like the worst thing. They're unsettling. You feel like you're walking on eggshells and there's really nothing worse. And it sucks that I've had to deal with it through experience, but that's such as life and that happens. And my biggest piece of advice is if you are feeling conflict or something's unsettling with someone long distance, bring it up. Create a safe space and be very genuine and authentic about it 
and that like is going to be the best way that it is communicated and either you're going to be able to address the conflict yes you might fight fighting is healthy fighting is good and you're either going to get over it or you're not but creating that space to be as genuine as you can and authentic about it is going to show you the true colors and the true meaning of that relationship and it's really important especially as like life's changing um you know maybe people are changing in your interests like I've had friends that I thought I would be like really really close to down the line and we're just not and that's okay like I no shame like I just like I don't have enough energy to put like all of multiple energy into people who aren't giving it back to me when I have a whole group of people who will like surround me and be in my corner no matter what and hence you know the inspiration for this podcast episode is that I am so lucky to have so many people in my corner or the fact that like our friend group wants to fly down for a friend to San Diego and spend the like birthday weekend with her like just shows like how much love and support there is and it's so important and I also wanted to like make this podcast episode because I saw this TikTok and it was like we have not even met some of the most important people that are gonna gonna that are gonna come into our lives I mean I'm 24 almost 25 there's so many people that I'm gonna come in contact with and I don't even know the extent to that relationship or this or that so to start these like healthy friendship practice and long distance friendships and just like be ready for anything like will let you take in those experiences and those friendships and not let you push them off and that's really like what's important I feel like no one wants to be lonely in their 20s or in their life like you want to have those platonic friendships I could argue that a platonic friendship is more important than an a romantic one you need to have platonic friendships before you have a romantic friendship so there's my soapbox take it as you will long distance friendships are tough but they're worth it and I hope you all enjoy this podcast if you have any other questions friendship based want to know more please let me know also if there's like something any piece of critiquing or advice that you guys would want to share with me still trying to figure out this whole podcasting thing and getting better But as always, thank you for tuning in. And if you liked it, like, comment, subscribe. And we will talk again next week. Bye, guys.